you think I'm ugly? Sexually transmitted diseases. I hate literally everything about myself. Erectile dysfunction. Low libido can have a strong effect. Low back pain. So you want to lose weight. What taught you not to be confident? Mm -hmm. Hello and thank you for joining us. I am Dawn Mugel, a board certified nurse practitioner and owner of a new Dawn Wellness Center. I'm Tatiana Britton, fitness expert and owner of Better Body with Tati. Where we will combine the world of wellness, fitness, and aesthetics to bring you the Body, Sex, and Disconnect podcast where it's okay to talk about it. Welcome back. This is Dawn here and Tati with Better Sex and Disconnect. Better Sex. <laughs> See, I know. I'm like, we're talking about sex today. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? We're going to leave it because <laughs> let me start. My eyes just got so big when Dawn was saying that, not even because she messed it up, but because number one, she was trying to say better body with Tati, but... <laughs> Her Instagram handle. Let's just get oh this clear, gosh, which I forgot. Again. You owe me a burpee. <laughs> if you guys listened to the last week's episode, <sighs> remember I said you can send in questions at Better Body with Tati on Instagram. I changed my handle. It used to be Tatiana Britton. It is at Better Body with Tati. Now, here's the thing <laughs> I have Dawn on Instagram. I have her personal account, I have her business account. Mm -hmm. And I should have known, I should have known this whole time that what she was saying wasn't it, right? She was saying on Instagram, I went back. Okay, I now come on, back for all episodes. you middle-aged ladies out there, you all know Instagram nah, is something nah, nah, we've nah, just nah, learned. No, 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 Colin. No, Colin, don't agree. Don't even, they're both in their 20s. Don't listen to them. <laughs> okay, I gave the wrong handle. Got it. It's yes, not at my Dawn at a new Dawn Wellness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she called me out on that episode. She's like, that's not it. And then later she's like, that's me, email address, Tati. And I go, well, I know I got that from you. I know I got that from you. So, Dawn, we came we came to a conclusion that they can reach you at Dawn Mugel, yes. M-O-U-G-E-L. Or what's your business one? A New Dawn Wellness. That's it. At A New Dawn Wellness. Yeah, it's okay, just cool. that simple, right? Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> just checking, just checking. So FYI, she does Donald owe Joe. me a burpee because I said, I think on that last episode, I think I said it on the podcast, if not, we talked about it afterwards, that she would owe me something or owe me a burpee. We're going to do a modified to keep her back safe, as you guys know. Um, but I was right. <laughs> and I just wanted to make sure everyone know. Yes, you know? okay. So everyone as we get into right. better sex and disconnect. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we are talking about better sex. Yes, so I liked are. it. That was fun. It was on Good. purpose. See? Yes. I don't ever make a mistake. It is better sex. All about better sex. Okay, so we're just going to talk about, we're kind of continuing on with what we were talking about in the last episode. So if you haven't heard it, go back and Before listen to Trish. it. Yep. And mm -hmm. then you'll and then you'll kind of know where we're leading off. It's called from. stop masturbating. But we right. really aren't telling you to stop masturbating, but we are telling you that maybe you can have sex if you're in a relationship. With your partner more than masturbating. Right. Because exactly. we talked about sometimes also masturbating leaves you feeling like sad and lonely afterwards. <laughs> I said that anyway. And I, like, I, I don't know. If, I talk to you. I, don't, I don't know if anyone else feels that. Well, not lonely and sad. I mean, you get a great <laughs> orgasm, but you just kind of sit there and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was so, just me by myself. Yeah. And we talked about <laughs> afterwards. What and then also, I'm kind of like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. But anyway, so we talked about that before, Trish. Correct. So we kind of left off with. 
basically the whole episode two, Dawn had mentioned one time a week was what she had been researching and reading. That's like the magic number. Right. It helps to improve a relationship. It brings people closer. It improves intimacy. It helps with communication. People in general are just in a better mood. Obviously, release of endorphins and other chemicals that that help with that. Um, so we were talking about if once a week it seems to be that magic number. Now, I'm not saying you can't do it more than that um, or less than that if need be, but, but if we could at least have some type of goal where if you're not at that once a week, let's look at why. Um, is it a communication thing that you guys just need to talk about it so that you're both getting what you like out of it? Is it more a schedule issue where everybody's just super busy and then tired when you get home? And so that seems to be on the back burner of things because we've got ideas for all the, or maybe it's a medical issue that, you know, it's just not feasible right now. And so I want to say that no matter what it is, I think that a healthy goal for relationships and communication and 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 you know personal satisfaction for that matter too is if we can strive for once a week and then let's break down what it is that could be preventing us from that. So yeah. we were talking before the episode, you know, schedules. My schedule's super busy, Tati's super busy. I'm sure everyone else is too or a lot of people are. And so how do you make that fit? And although this is going to sound really cheesy, I think it's important and I know Tati agrees Maybe we just start scheduling that in. And even if it means, all right, Saturday night is our sexy night. Pull out your agendas. Whatever it is, that is the night. We're not going to let anything get in the way of you and I and whatever that entails. Um, And, you know, if you schedule it out and then get into kind of that routine or habit, I think everyone will be surprised at how much that becomes no longer a routine and something that you look forward to and and things that you want to do. Because people think... I listen to a lot of podcasts on like relationship experts or psychiatrists, psychologists, um, even sexual doctors, sexual health professionals, I should say. And people feel like it takes spontaneity out of it because like, well, if I if we schedule, it takes the fun and the sexiness out of it. And it is. Here's one thing. Let's look at this. You're not having any sex now. So that's right. not sexy. Right. No. So it's sexier <laughs> to schedule it. Scheduling is sexy. And just because you schedule it, you can still be spontaneous. Absolutely. You don't know what your partner's going to be wearing or not wearing. Right. You don't know what food items you're going to be eating off each other. Right. You don't know. I mean, there's so much that you can add to be still spontaneous. And just think of it that way. Would I rather have spontaneity that's not even happening and I haven't had sex in several months, maybe even years? Or should I just plan it? Still find time time and find scheduling to be sexy because it is still sexy. Absolutely. And it's better than nothing at all. And it actually makes you and your partner communicate more, which was something I mentioned to Dawn before the podcast too, is a big thing is like communicating about your sex with your partner is also sexy. It shouldn't be something you feel shameful or embarrassed about. And it will improve your sex life because now, like Dawn said, now you got to start thinking what could be preventing us from it. And if you don't talk about the lack of sex or the amount of sex you're having, right. you can't, you won't even dive into that. And you may be struggling with, well, maybe if you're a male, you're having a hard time with erections. Maybe if you're a female, you're having a hard time with proper lubrication. Maybe as a female and a mom, you're feeling stressed and underappreciated, or you've put on weight as a male or female and you don't feel sexy and your partner doesn't even know you're struggling with that. Mm -hmm. And then they may take it personally and it's not on you to ease their, you know, their own bullshit, but they may be taking it personally and may think you don't want them and has nothing to do with that. Right. And a lot of times, I mean, just communication fixes I mean, so much of everything, you know, of everything, yeah. um, I myself am on my own, you know, fitness journey with Tati and, 
Um, I certainly have had times where I'm like, gosh, I don't feel as sexy as I mm-hmm. used to feel, or I don't necessarily want to strip down and, you know, walk around. And, and you think, gosh, if I'm feeling that way, they must be thinking the same thing. But I will tell you, you'd be shocked at having that conversation. You realize that you were the only one thinking it. Yeah. I mean, I've literally had that conversation with my husband. He's he probably like, like, I literally want to have sex with crazy? you 24 yes. hours a day. Yeah. He's like, are you nuts? <laughs> I want to have sex when you're, you know, just come out of the bathroom. I don't literally. even care. Like, <laughs> Literally. He's like, I don't care what you just did in there. Right. Like, I, I still think you're sexy. I think you're sexy. Yeah. So... Uh, I definitely agree that communication is such yeah. a huge factor. Look, that plays into every aspect of our lives, whether it's in business or with our bosses or employees, or it is with our partners or spouses or boyfriends or girlfriends, or I don't think our children for crying out mm-hmm. loud, communication fixes everything. You know, everything. So I think it's a big factor. I also wanted to talk about too, let's say, you know, maybe the reason there isn't regular intimacy in your life right now is because you know, there's a medical condition or something that is causing a hindrance in that category. So like Tati talked about erectile dysfunction or for women, maybe having lubrication problems or premenopausal or going through menopause. Or no, know, just no desire. And maybe right. you're wondering, so is that just at this age? Do I just lose desire? Is that normal? Right. And so no. just something that's know. off, yeah. you know, right. and exactly. they just may not know it's medical or can mm-hmm. be fixed with something. And what I want to say to that is, you know, whether it's something that you need to see a medical professional so that you can get your labs. I've talked about that a million times. Mm-hmm. Get your labs checked, ladies. Here's what I have noticed. I, I don't understand why. And men. Yes, and men. Sorry for leaving you out. Here's something I've noticed. And the reason I said women is because I've noticed it more so in women that women go to their primary care doctor and say, gosh, I just feel off since I had my baby or I just feel off in general and I want to get my hormones checked. And a lot of times I have patients come to me and say, my primary care doctor just, you know, shooed me away and said, oh, you're too young for that. Or, mm-hmm. oh, you don't need your hormones checked. Or, oh, you know, I'm sure everything's fine. Or you're just, um, you know, postpartum. Or They also almost not say it or act like it, but it's almost like they minimize. almost imply too that like, you not wanting to have sex is normal. And especially women, let me just side note that, right. is it's almost like still even medically and just societally is like women are expected to not have sex drives. So it's like, oh, if a woman doesn't have a sex drive, that's not alarming. That's normal. And it's women have sex drives. Absolutely. And actually, if you read the studies on it or the research on it, drives. women technically should get higher sex drives. Like 30s and 40s is technically supposed to be Ooh. our, I know, our prime. our prime time. Exactly right. So, um, so when it's not, I think it's frustrating, you know, that we don't talk about it to find a solution, whatever that solution is. Uh, But I think it's also more frustrating when we do talk about it. And for some reason, our complaints or symptoms or feelings are minimized Mm -hmm. of, oh, it's just because of this or, oh, it's nothing or, oh, you need to try to have more sexy time so that it feels like you want to do it or you need to, you know, I, I just, I, and even that then, too, me. Yeah. it can be frustrating here. Well, we put it in our schedule, but then I still can't have sex because I can't get it up or I literally do not want it or right. I can't experience like lubrication or it causes me pain. pain so right. it's like you may do even all those things like, oh, just schedule it. And, and you guys might have rolled your eyes when we even said that. And mm-hmm. so it's like, well, then that's another that another could be a whole other caveat. Be into. Medical, and, I, yeah. and I will tell for any ladies listening that have any problems at all with lubrication and therefore discomfort, I have no affiliation at all whatsoever with Uber Lube. 
But I will tell you, I think it is the best lubricant on the market that I personally have ever seen or tried or experienced. I had I had a ton of samples that I gave out to everybody I possibly uh-huh. could, including Tati. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I... I think it is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So if you are struggling in that department and that's really the only issue, yeah. you know, maybe it's something you've always struggled with. You're like, look, I just know that I've never been able to get the type of lubrication where it feels comfortable for me. Girl, do not wait. Uber, Uber lube. lube. Yeah, for I sure. I wish we had a discount for you guys. That would I be know. awesome. I also think, too, something like that. Maybe your, you know, your sex drive is is normal, like at a right. normal range. You you have normal sex, a normal sex life for you and your partner, whatever that is. There's no normal, so I put quotes around that. But you have a healthy sex life with your partner, and you thoroughly enjoy it. But, like, maybe those times, too, where you start to get intimate, but, like, you had a really stressful day, and you just, like, drop the kids off somewhere, and you have all this on your mind, and it's, like, sometimes that can inhibit you from, you know, feeling properly lubricated or really feeling, like, turned on, even though you want to you want to be there. You want to be doing it. Um, And so sometimes just adding, like, that lubrication that uber lube can help you know can help can give can, a little kickstart can i say too no matter what the reason is if if you're once a week okay you're scheduling it and that day you're like i am just not into this mentally emotionally whatever it is can i just say that you do not have to physically have typical intercourse yes in order to share that Intimacy. intimate moment mm-hmm. and in order to release all those good fabulous chemicals and endorphins and everything else there are plenty of other things that you guys can do and we're together. not talking about anal right. i told don we're not going to talk about that today <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of other things that you guys can do together either for yes. each other or with toys or or all kinds of things where you can just explore each other's bodies and communicate about that and what each other likes and I I just think there's a lot more that you can do it doesn't have to be that um, and you can still achieve the same thing that we're talking about like think how fun it is to just have like a hot and heavy makeout session with like your husband or wife like I've talked to clients who have even talked about like oh like I don't make out with my husband or wife anymore like things like that and it's like that is fun and steamy and intimate and you like that could be all you guys do and the rest of the day like you have an insane improvement in your mood. You feel connected with your partner. Right. You feel sexy with your partner again. Like just even those little things that you just don't really make time for anymore. Right. Or you don't do anymore. And let's face it. I don't know about you, but even if you're that person and you said, look, we don't even make out anymore. I don't know. The last time I kissed my husband. And you might think they're gross now. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry if you do. It might not be helpful. Like, I'm not making out with those like, breast smells. Helpful. Uh, no. <laughs> but <wasn't> <laughs> If that is you, I will I I encourage you to just start that. Even if it's just there, like I am going to just give some really crazy kiss goodbye mm-hmm. for work or I'm going to really kiss them. That is going to be my goals of the day, you know, along with your eating goals and walking goals and everything else. Just throw in there, I'm going to give a genuine like real kiss when I walk in that door. And even if you're not feeling sexy and you're super overwhelmed, I would be shocked if most of you don't respond and say, well, you know, it was odd. I was stressed. I was tired. I didn't want to. But I gave that really serious, passionate, lengthy kiss. And all of a sudden, things started tingling everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, woo, let's do this. Yeah. Something was triggered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just lights that little fire and connection. Right. And 
I think like even on that note too, sometimes you get in, in, in relationships in general, and obviously I'm not like a relationship expert or counselor. I mean, Dawn would be more of an expert in that case than me. Like she's married, I'm not, but even then, <laughs> no like we here. are no experts. We're not qualified to tell you this is going to improve your relationship. However, I will say like, just think about when you have been married for someone or married with someone or dating someone for a while and you get in your routine and that's with anything in life too. You start to just go through the motions and intimacy doesn't have to be sexual at all. Part of intimacy is just being present with your partner. Right. So sometimes slowing down when you get into the door or you're getting done with dinner, you put the kids down and literally just giving your partner a kiss or holding their hand or putting your hand on their leg or whatever it is that is like a way for you to light up that intimacy right. is what is also like what scheduling that sex is about. Like, yeah, of course the sex is amazing, but scheduling that is you being fully present with your partner. Right. And that means phones get put away and put on silent and our Apple watches come off and, you know, things that would be distracting because let's face it, nothing feels sexy about talking to someone and then they're looking down at their phone or they're checking their watch or, or whatever it is. So I think that hundred percent present and That's really huge. looking them in the eyes and having that connection, even if it's, you know, for a short period of time, but that it's set aside that you always do that. And two, I think for men and women both, and obviously I'm speaking for women because I am a woman and I am, I have been married for 20 years. So I certainly can sit there and say, yeah, absolutely. Do my husband and I make out like we used to before we got married? No, no, we don't. Um, but you know what I realize? It's not that I don't want to, and it's not intentional. It's just you get in this daily routine 100%. of you wake up, everyone's getting ready for work and rushing out the door and everybody's super busy. And then you get home and it's, yeah, a quick high, but then you're scrambling to make dinner and feed everybody. And then you got to clean up and there's all this stuff you have to do. And then, of course, you got to find time for yourself. And, mm -hmm. you know, all of that plays a role that at the end of the day, despite loving him and wanting to make out with him somewhere. I'm sure if I started, I would want to, you know, it's just like, I'm sure right, I hope just, Well, you just sit there and go, gosh, dang, I'm tired. I'm stressed out. I just want to lay down. My feet hurt. You know, you can, there's these slew of things. And honestly, your partner's probably feeling the same way. And then the next thing, you know, you are two months in, of not really kissing, not really making right. out, not really holding hands, going through the motions. And then it it just starts to feel normal. It does. And that is the that's the wake up call that it that it actually feels normal. And that's where like I was you saying that makes me think I was listening to a podcast a while back and I I wish I remembered which one it was, but um this expert professional whatever was talking about the scheduling thing and I think, I don't, I wish I knew, I can't remember who it was, but anyway, they were saying the scheduling thing too, especially they were speaking at this time to moms and women who, you know, are kind of holding the whole floor down. Maybe right. they work and they're a mom or they're or a mom woman. at home yeah. or mm -hmm. whatever it is. And they have taken care of everyone else all day. Right. And they're like, I don't want to take care of one more person being right. my partner. Right. And that's okay to feel that way. But they were saying too, is that you know, every woman or client patient that they've worked with, you know, they talk about it with them. And it's like, when you're there and you're doing it with your partner, you never don't want to be there. Right. Like once it gets going. And of course, if you don't, you can still say no to your husband or wife. FYI, consent is still a thing right. in the marriage. But 
Like they were saying, if you schedule and you get it in there, you always want to be there. But it's that it's that it's looming over you. It's this daunting, like, great. At the end of the night when I'm getting ready for bed, not only have I taken care of my kids and my work, but now I take care of one more effing person. Right. So it's like by scheduling it, it gets rid of that being normal. And it makes you realize, I do want to be doing this. Well, I just haven't. And not only that, not just taking care. I mean, I trust me, I get the thought process. I don't want to take care of one more gosh darn person, one more thing. You know, you just want, okay, I need I need some space for a minute when you get home. Mm-hmm. But I think it's easy to forget that that intimacy is also taking care of you. You, yes. Of you because that connection with your partner or your best friend or, you know, whatever it is, that that is still fulfilling something it for is. you. absolutely. And it's funny because Tati and I were just talking about this during my workout and she was saying how, you know, that she felt like maybe she hadn't been a great friend recently only because she's been so busy with her life and and stress and other, you know, life factors. And so maybe she hadn't been reaching out to her friends like she normally would or meeting up with them to do things like she normally would or or checking in on their lives. And it is absolutely no different. It is exactly the same. Your partner, your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, they are also your friend. And you have to nurture those relationships, not just for them, but also for yourself. Friendship is exactly the same way. And it's easy how quickly friendships even go sideways. Not that you're not friends, but that you just sit back and go, oh my gosh, has it really been three months since I even said hello to someone who's super close to me? So it's easy to do. I think it's even easier to do inside our own households. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're all walking in different directions. You're but like, under well, the we're same together roof. all yeah. the time, and right. and I think too that's where once again communication. Like even those friends, like something I work on is at least communicating with them if I am distant or things have been crazy. That here's what's going on, or hey, I'm so sorry I haven't reached out, or life is going to be chaos the next month, yeah. and I want to let you know I love you. I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you, and to do that with your partner, like Jay Shetty, I love his podcast, like. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. But he talks about him and his wife do, I think it's monthly and it might be more more frequent than that, but a monthly what they call like a check-in with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, how, how are things feeling for you in this relationship? Are you happy? Do you like the way things are going? If things continue this direction, will you want to be in this marriage? And I think that's so important to do, Absolutely. not just sexually, but in general and just in your life in general. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you communicate that, at least people know too, it's not personal. If you talk to your husband or wife and you say, I want to let you know this next week at work is insanity. I love you so much, but I'm probably not going to be very present. Or if you are scheduling weekly sex, maybe you say this week is not going to work for me. And that is what it is. Or but this week you're only taking care of me. Uh-huh, just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, you, you go do what I you go to that, town. I just threw that right in there. I'm <laughs> falling asleep. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Yes, or exactly. You get a little creative. You can say this is what I need. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which, by the way, like women, if you, if, let me just say this too. If you feel like if you are in a, you know, in a relationship with a male party, female as well, but specifically male here, and you're always satisfying him or doing something for him, and you are literally taking care of him, girl. It's about you too. You matter to get, like, Get you some, like actually get you some, get you, have him, have him do a little something, something. And if you need to teach him, if he's just not good, you teach him. But it goes for women as well, but it's a little bit more common in a male and a female relationship that men are the ones that are out, you know, they're out to get that orgasm. And then we're like, okay, so I literally did just take care of someone else. 
right. it's like if you and that want back to the communication uh-huh if you want something you ask for it but i also think too something important that we cover too is that things like you know obviously i'm a health and fitness coach and it's very easy to think about health and fitness as eating and nutrition so that you lose weight and you look a certain way and you got muscle and all this stuff but what you're eating and your weight and your sleep and your stress which you're always going to have stress but your stress management can and will impact your sex life. Of course, and your relationship and every aspect yes. of your life. And mm-hmm. it's not just because of how you look, but typically the foods that are not the best for you are going to cause you to gain weight. And a lot of foods actually can affect the chemistry in your brain that can cause you to feel depressed and to feel down in the dumps and not feel good about yourself. And if you don't feel good about yourself or if you are putting on body fat, whether your partner still finds you sexy or not, you are not going to feel sexy. Right. And you're not going to be wanting to connect with your partner, performing the fun things you guys used to perform because you're thinking about how it looks when you're in that position or whatever else. So those things matter. And then your stress levels, if you're not finding ways to manage your stress besides, you know, you know, sex can be a coping mechanism for stress, but you've got to find something for you Um, that can impact you wanting to have sex, your sexual performance, your hormones that impact your sex drive. Yes. You have to have a big health and wellness top priority. Right. I mean, I I certainly have, have seen and spoken with many patients that are super young. I mean, we're talking early twenties that are already having orgasm issues or complaints or trouble with intercourse or whatever it is. Um, But that to me goes back to communicating, not necessarily in those cases. I don't necessarily mean just with your partner. I mean, talk to a practitioner. Mm -hmm. And if you, and I'm not saying it has to be me. Okay. If you talk to your practitioner, whoever that is, and they blow off your symptoms, you need to talk to a different practitioner because your symptoms are what they are. It doesn't matter if you're 21 or 71, you should feel good. You should have energy. You should want to have intercourse and be intimate. Those are just basic needs and fulfillment that you should feel and be able to achieve. And if you're not, and you talk to someone and they blow it off or blame it on you, please just promise me that if you don't come and talk to me, that you talk to someone else who will actually listen and do a little more of a deep dive on what could be causing that. And whether it is whether it is something anatomical, mm-hmm. whether it is something where you've had children and we need to start looking at the tissue surrounding or inside the vagina or things like that, um, or maybe it is just that you've lifestyle never been able factors, to, yeah, yeah. Or, or lifestyle or your partner, you and your partner, for whatever reason, there are components that just don't mesh well together. So there's so many things that can be looked at. And of course, hormones. I'm a huge proponent of checking hormones. So Um, I think that all those things can be looked at and should be looked at. So really this whole point of this conversation was to encourage you to not just communicate with your partner, which is, of course, important to have healthy relationships and feel good about yourself and in your relationship, but especially that you have someone, whether it's a health and wellness coach, whether it is a wellness and beauty practitioner, whatever it is, talk to someone that listens and wants to actually dig in with you to find something to make it better. Yes, and I like that you say that because I read that book, My Broken Vagina, which it's like, (laughs) I think it was written in 2021. It's a pretty Uh recent book. And this woman was a younger, I think she was like in her 30s, and she was talking about how much these doctors would just dismiss her problems. Or they'd be like, oh, no, that's that's not a real problem. And she's like, no, like I'm having painful intercourse. And I, it, like, I literally cannot 
put a dick inside of my vagina without right. like literally hating it so much. Yeah. And she's like, and I want to have sex. And she was so dismissed. She was made to feel crazy. Um, or she just was given really just vague, like kind of generic advice that was just not helpful. So I like that you say that. And I also, of course, like I said, I, as a health and fitness coach, I'm not going to tell you this is going to solve anything or I know everything about this, but talking to a a medical professional, and then if you are working with a health and fitness coach and keeping them in the loop about those kinds of things is important. Most of my clients are pretty open with me about if they notice plummets in their sex drive, um, if they're having, you know, relationship stress due to that, because that impacts so many other avenues of right, your health. Of so it is so important you have someone you can trust and you can talk to um, that is qualified to help you or at least can guide you and refer you. Um, and if, you, if you're not in Scottsdale and you can't work with Dawn, you can Messenger at Don Mugel on Instagram. <laughs> I knew she'd have to bring that up again. <laughs> but she at least will help me answer some questions. Um, but you can always seriously message her or at a new Don Wellness. And at least even if you're experiencing something, they're like, is this something I should talk to somebody about? Or are there other methods? You know, whatever it is, you always can message Don, even if you aren't in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. But if you are in Scottsdale, you know. Hit her up. And if you know that your health and your fitness is impacting your sex life, of course, hit me up. I offer online coaching in person at Better Body with Tati. I use her personally, so I will vouch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it it starts with little small steps. Mm-hmm. And your sex life may not like be impacted right overnight, but use those little use those little tools and tricks we gave you today. And if you have any other things you want us to talk about, whether it still involves like sex or whatever with your partner or anything else you can of course let us know on instagram but otherwise we will see you guys next week bye bye